You good to go? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it for a minute. This is a song about loving a black man, isn't it? That's why it's relatable. Yeah, that's right. That's why I thought. Welcome you must to be wrong. Uh, the Cuckold Podcast, <laughs> where we talk about big black cocks uh, dominating our women. <laughs> Mandingos, bulls, all those. <laughs> we learn to, <clears throat> you know, know our place at the uh, the bottom of the social, the male hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. He has cucks. The We're sexual on... hierarchy. Clean up duty. <laughs> Yuck. Or all clean up. Well done on pulling this from the vault. It's I haven't heard this song for a long time. I don't know where it came from, whether I heard it at work or something, yeah. or it just popped up in my brain. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yep. But I was just walking around going, Finally, it happened. And I don't really know the lyrics. Yeah, so yeah. Finally, it happened to me. Once the melodies are planted, though. Yeah, it's there. So I just had to look. I found it just then by... Typing in, finally it happened to me. Yeah, there you go. And what is it called? Uh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> By CC. What the fuck? Peniston? I, I paused because I didn't want to say Peniston. Peniston? Like, it I is spelled did, Peniston, though. I wanted to, but yeah. No. We're classy kind of guys. We don't really. Coco Peniston. I oh, know that's what she was singing about. <laughs> <laughs> CC Peniston. Sorry. Yeah, that no. Let's be, but let's be respectful though to what yeah. they did and um, what a great performance it was, and uh, mm. be respectful to our bulls, our superiors. <laughs> That's right, our physical superiors, our sexual superiors. That's right, mate. They're fucking inferior to me. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> our intellectual. Well, I don't know about. <laughs> the, um, I've said what I'm there to say. It is that. I, I do want to address that. Um, I have developed a case of adult onset Aboriginality. Which is, I mean, it's really compounded the adult onset retardation that you were recently 
yeah. diagnosed with. Yeah, that kind of went away, which is all right. Are you sure? Mm, no. I actually... Um, if this was a film, I'd, I'd be referred to as the unreliable narrator. <laughs> so that's one... Um, I mean, obviously that would explain a lot, the adult onset aboriginality. But I did find something that um, Dr. Jordan Peterson posted. Mm-hmm. Um, I might... Look, I'll just track it down here and I might hand it to you uh, to read in your Jordan Peterson in voice. <laughs> and let me get warmed up for it. Well, you see, when we're learning about uh, the new things, with there you, go. you study the Bible and everything that uh, you have to answer. Okay. I have no idea what this is. So if you I'm scroll up, go. you'll see the headline. Okay. Do, we, do you want? Do the, I read the headline? Read or? the headline, yeah. Okay. Uh Machine learning... Okay, I'll read that before I get into the... And I'll do the quote. Okay. Uh, machine learning can make Jordan Peterson rap like Eminem. I've heard this. Yeah, I, I haven't have, heard it. I've I only it. saw... It's, I saved the article. It's it's interesting because... But really, it's just him saying the words. Like yeah, it's not, I mean... Yeah, they've done that in for a long time. It, yeah, it's got, got no I mean, rhythm. But it could. Uh, yes. I think that's We're what... We're very the, close to that. Yeah. And I think they could be trialling it during... The Adam and Milk show and making it sound like you're being derogatory. They think they make they're using it to make it sound like I'm being horribly racist. I know, and so he was. That's we were right to be scared. Mm. Actually, no. I oh fuck, that's gone dark. That's Sorry. okay. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, um, so I, all those times you've said cousin, brother, and stuff, they've just strung it all together to make it sound like. What's brother? Oh, sorry. Um, you what have, talk, I've got? I'm talking some... about my brother. Oh, sorry. How do you spell that? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, <laughs> over the weekend, I was doing that a lot mm. to uh, some men, oh. and really trying not to be overheard by people because I understand. If you heard that, you go, what the fuck is this cunt doing? You want to bash me and I don't want to get bashed. Yeah. But I do want to make my friends laugh. So I'm at a crossroads. And you also get baited yeah, yeah. by people. I mean, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I mean, obviously not me because we've got a sort of working relationship. I wouldn't do that. But <laughs> some of the other friends, so to speak. And I... Yeah, so, I was, so I was doing it a bit. And my go-to joke, I like... So, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to start again. Rewind. So, when you're like doing something controversial, mm-hmm. I think there needs to be an element. Like, it's it, I, all right, I'm just going to say what I was doing. I was going, oh, yeah, I fucking. I got HPV from my daughter to slut the fucking bitch. She must have fucked my brother or something. <laughs> and, and, like, and that's pretty fucked up. It's a fucked up thing, but uh, the the reason that it's fucked up is because that is in like uh, it's is, is it the zeitgeist that's like the general consciousness. It's a gen like I think yeah. It's my my understanding of zeitgeist is patchy. I think yeah. I yeah. So the general consciousness, like things that people assume that we know, or not not assume that we know, but 
we kind of have mm. have in the general like an way. assumed knowledge. In yeah, a way. yeah. Like it's or enough assumed. people are talking about it. It might not necessarily be true. A consensus. Yeah, the consensus. Yeah. So it's like this. Oh, there's all these Aboriginal people with HPV in uh, the Northern Territory mm. of Australia um, because they're being molested by their elders. Mm. Like that's the, that's the like the story. Yeah, yeah. Not saying that it's, that's, that's the, true that's, or anything. That is a consensus among some individuals. Yeah, yeah yes. that's like a thing that people are talking about. And yeah. I'm not talking about people in capital cities. I mean, yeah. Cause, cause this is, you know. Anyway, okay, so that's how that joke uh, came about, was doing that because you want to do it. That needs to be a grain of what people are talking about right now. Interestingly enough, topical. that story... Of where that sort of came from, I had a little bit of little bit of info on that. Mm. Um, so the there was a, a I don't know a tribe mob. I feel embarrassed saying the word mob, but apparently that's the official term. Okay. Um, in the Northern Territory, and they their land had a bit of some resources on that. Sure. And they tried to take it long to, for a long time. Try to pay them out. Mm. No dice. Then all of a sudden, all these reports of HPV and sexual abuse came about. Yeah. And so, they went into full-on lockdown. Like, they had to fence off the area so that they... Because otherwise, they, they, they live on the land. They're just going to go. They'll just go somewhere else if mm. you're trying to capture them. So, they fenced off the area and, like, had full-on, like, army there... Teams of psychologists and psychiatrists talking to these kids, no evidence yeah. of sexual assault. So they went and investigated and they're like, no, this was all bullshit. So that was all instigated by gas company. Yeah. Like Cult it's all, mining. Yeah. So yeah. like it's it's just instigated by that to try and fucking clear have you, Yeah, Have you heard about all those uh, rapes that happened <laughs> yeah, over yeah. on that resource rich hill? <laughs> so I feel like my, excuse me. My penance mm. for just horrible, horrible racism mm. is letting it known that, oh, it's based on a talking point. Yeah. But that talking point is false, but that still exists in the yeah. in the general You're shining a light on it, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a more effective way than I suppose other people do. Well, that's the thing. Who, can you, who do you get more upset at? Me doing a just stupid voice, mm. which I don't think anyone really is. Or the people making up massive amounts of sexual assault to, yeah. to, to steal people to steal land off people. Yeah, and then to then do have their will with that land. Do you mean rape it? I suppose. Yeah, yeah. In, a, yeah in a way, yeah. in the way that you do rape land. Yeah, I don't rape land. I rape rabbits, cats, <laughs> all those tiny holes. Yeah. Because I've got a micro penis, yeah, so okay. Makes sense. in order to achieve some sort of like it's sexual dominance, mm. I just realised within ten minutes we went from cucks to sexual. Oh, well, that's it. I cuck. In- well, you get cuckolded by humans, mm. which is why you resort to fucking tiny animals. Yeah, yeah. And then I fuck tiny animals to cuck the other animals around. Little mice and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I make them watch. Pin yeah. their eyes open. <laughs> it's like that scene from. Clockwork Orange, the very mm. famous. People probably haven't even seen that movie. Just think of the scene they where they tried scene. to, yeah, yeah, because it's referenced in everything. Yeah, 
They did it to the dog in The Simpsons, Santa's mm-hmm. Little Helper. Of course they did it in The Simpsons. Yeah, they did everything. Yeah. It's beyond a joke. Like, you just, I don't know, they did it. They did, wasn't the only Kubrick movie that they did. Yeah. Um, the Shinning. The ones that I know of, yeah. The, yeah, The Shinning. They did an episode of The Shinning. Yeah. Um, the other one was when, I, I think they did a, a, a drill sergeant kind of thing with Homer and Barney, but they were going to the, into the Navy, but it was definitely Full Metal Jacket, like, yeah. inspired. yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Welcome to Unpleasant. It is good to be back. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are your hosts of an unpleasant experience. Adam Jastic. Say hello, Adam. Hello. <laughs> yeah, hello. No, it's fucking uncomfortable, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um. And I'm Milk, and we are here to talk about things that don't. Get talked well. No, I'm just fumbling through words here to talk about unpleasant things, things that annoy us, things that make us happy because they go wrong. So, there's two different kinds of annoyance and sick people, yes, yeah, and they will frequently do the things that you watch on TV. Like, we, uh, just before we started, uh, me and Adam were talking about the. Chris Lilly television series Lunatics that we referenced on the last episode, I think. Um, we've since finished that whole series each and enjoyed it. Funny. One of the few funny yeah. shows left. Like, it didn't blow me out of the water or anything. It wasn't but outstanding, it did put, but it was funny. It put comedy first. Yeah. It put comedy above a feel-good story. Even Ricky Gervais, who people would argue, could argue is one of the funniest guys around, has written some hilarious programs. His latest show, Afterlife, funny's just not even on the priority list. Yeah, he just wants to write. He wants to warm hearts and yeah. be an artist. Okay, that's okay, but you can't keep doing it. And why don't no. you just tell stories then? Yeah. For, reward the real people that are doing the really good things, you know? Yeah, exactly. They exist. Those stories exist. That's why I like horror movies because, well, I guess horror exists, but I don't want to address it. Mm. And by f- actually feeding into it, it would mean I'm watching snuff films and yeah. I'm not into that. And you certainly don't want to experience it yeah. in real life. So, it's, that's the, why is there a like, thing of, oh, this is a feel-good story about a retard who works at a funeral home? Yeah. What the? F- I still can't get over that. I can't. Yeah. Here's a heartwarming story about a fat old man that nobody likes and probably doesn't deserve happiness. I mean, but we're all meant to be on his side and he just plays the same character over and over. And it's just him. Yeah. It's just this version of him that doesn't exist because he's rich and famous. Um, and it's not funny. That's the worst part. Whereas at least Chris Lilly, with that weird fucking yeah. 44-year-old man. Doing make, weird shit. Doing very weird things. <laughs> made me laugh yeah. on more than one occasion. So, one of the big thing, themes of the series that I enjoyed... I don't know, if this, is this interesting to talk about? I recommend people watch it. Yeah. Um, but one of the themes, this is where we'll, we'll steer away from the content of the show and the idea of it. Like, Sorry, and get into the idea of it. When we talk about people just repeating things and they're just treading the same ground over and over again, they're not moving, they're not moving forward. 
they're not acknowledging the changes in society and culture, do we really need to see a group of friends and one of them sees an ex and so they all get together and help them like avoid that person? Do we really need to see that again? After all the sitcoms? All the conspiring. It's fucking trash. Okay, so uh, they're... A couple of the characters are social media obsessed. And that I enjoyed because they were using Instagram. Mm. Well, two of them that I know YouTube. of. YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Dope as fuck. That, yeah. that made me laugh. But, yeah. that, but it's a good window because you realize those, those people exist. They're out there. Yeah. So you, if you don't want to watch Chris Lilly's show, no, just go, just go find people with about two, 3,000 followers on YouTube or Instagram. Yep. And just wait. You just have to wait. Yeah. And you will see things unfold which you just have no had no idea would happen. Yep. You just have to sit there and observe their behavior, darling. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. That voice of the South African woman. Yeah. I just like doing it. I it's love the, the South African female accent. It's fant- it's perfect. <laughs> it's fun to do. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> when you work out words that work really well yeah. and abuse them. <laughs> My aardvark. <laughs> Just saying aardvark that much is very, very funny. Aardvark. There's no reason. I had no idea that was an animal before that show. I didn't know. I had heard the word aardvark. Didn't know it looked like that. Big ears, long nose, yeah. weird kangaroo looking fucking monstrosity. Ugly. Yeah. Very ugly. Yep. And I can say that because I am beautiful. So, um, we've got a lot. We've got... Do people remember us talking about Doug Stanhope? I hope so. Because he's one of those guys who have witnessed collapse so in later life. He hasn't died from alcohol poisoning yet? Not yet, anyway. Okay. Just, I'll explain to the viewers that there is a rabbit in the studio, a live yes. rabbit. So if you hear us sort of move away from the mic, you hear a bit of rumblings. It's us just trying to deter yeah. this four-legged fucking animal. Normally all right, normally fine, but very active now and it's fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck that rabbit so hard when this episode's over. <laughs> Maybe I'll just, we'll end the episode with that. That's like, definitely a show ender. We'll do... <laughs> Yeah, we'll end the series with that. Yeah. We'll just do, like, we'll fade out with, finally, yeah, <coughs> and then you just hear. What's, um, do rabbits make any types of noises? Any audible noises? Yeah, they grunt every oh. now and then, and they squeak. Mm. It's very odd sounds. I reckon they'd, he'd be grunting. The fucking oath he will, especially when, you- when I'm jacking off that little cock while I'm penetrating <laughs> him in the missionary position. Missionary with a little yeah. rat. Have you seen his little penis? No, no. He got his testicles cut off before I sort of yeah. knew him. And Right. But no, it happened. It got out. He got it out a few times. Yeah? Yeah. Apparently not good. Not good? No. I think I've seen images of rabbit penises, yeah. like somebody showed me, but I don't remember them. Okay. I remember cat's penises because they're barbed. What? I think, a, they, I think it's. Cats. I mean, I know what a barb is, but where is the barb I on the? I don't know. On where is the barb on the feline's <laughs> penis? <laughs> I okay, maybe I'm making that up. Uh, 
All right, I'm just going to do, do a quick Google. That is one descriptive word I don't want involved in my sexual experiences. I mean, cat. I don't fuck cats, obviously. Cat penis. Penile spines. That's what oh, comes up. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> cats are just... He's a, he's a very... Oh, this is fucking unreal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a photo. You got me. A very badly photoshopped... Uh, big dildo on a cat. <laughs> it just looks like a big cock. Uh, there are no really good I'd images. rather a cat walking around with a human penis than a barbed penis. Yeah. yeah that's fair. fair. That's absolutely fair. Yeah. I think I found out about that because they, there was that a viral image going around of... um, it's a, It was a tiger's tongue. Mm. You seen oh, that? Oh, yeah. They've, and they've got yeah. lots of spines on there. Like when yeah. they lick meat, they're able to just like scrape off bits of the tongue. Oh, it's yeah. fucking bizarre. And so, yeah, somebody's like, yeah, that's, they also have that on their penis. Oh, so I don't understand that. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, we've got a bit of Stanhope to go over. We've got, um, oh, I can't remember that cunt's name. The guy you brought up, the comedian from Melbourne who wrote all those characters, the one who's oh, very upset about Chris Lilly. Is it Tom Tanuki? That's him, yes. Tanuki? Oh, we need to come up with a nickname. Because, yeah. Because um, I'm using Bathhouse Joe Rogan plenty. Yeah. But I need a nickname for this guy so that I can remember. Oh, him. we had one, remember? It was a fucking mouthful. Online activist comedian or something. Oh, shit. yeah, yeah. What was it? Yeah, that's what he referred to himself as, wasn't it? It was. And, oh, man, I can't remember what it was. That's right. It was it's gone. Man. It was funny, though. Um, well, well, funny as far as it's funny for a man to refer to himself yeah. with that title. Yeah, like we would do that. We would say that to him, and he wouldn't get it. No, he would he would be like, yep, yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's what we do. Yeah, we're like, no, we're we're doing this to make fun of you. Yeah. You don't understand, <laughs> Mister Tanuki. Um, don't make fun of me. I've got fifteen characters in my head that I'm going to flesh out soon when I get the time. called schizophrenia. Okay, <laughs> why don't you just go with the psychosis? Um, all right, we got a bit of uh, we got a bit from Patton Oswalt. We got an update with him. Some very disturbing behaviour on Twitter from this gentleman. Yeah, very. This is. He's starting to get cocky. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's. You, I'll tell you what, you get away with one murder, you kill your wife once and get away with it, you're a cocky individual. I know. <laughs> because I've, I've watched it. I would be too. Because imagine that. You can't yeah. go... You can't undo that. No, no. Fuck that. Imagine the stress. <laughs> I'd love to hear... Surely there's stories out there of somebody who got away with murder and then just like a deathbed confession and they're just like... Oh yeah, there was an investigation in 1973. Mm. That was me, and then they <laughs> then they just croak. Yeah, like so. that would be unreal. Yeah, you ever read Crime and Punishment? Um, no, but I've dished it out. <laughs> Dostoevsky. It's um. I'm not reading that Russian cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much that uh, living with the guilt of a crime. Oh, really? Is um, you know. The person who worries or whatever dies a thousand times. Mm. All that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, like that's a good point. Oh, fuck that. Fuck the stress of it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, can't have just, that in my life. Just daily. I get stressed out if I don't complete a task to my best ability at work, which I don't even want to be there. Yeah. Why would... If I committed a crime... Fuck that. I'd yeah. just shit. I'd be just shitting blood, yeah. liquid not, shit constantly of worry. It's and But it's good that we're not built for that. 
I hope so. I mean, it shows <laughs> we've got a pretty good had a pretty good life. Nice upbringing. Yeah. Nice friends and support network. Enjoyed the nice things in life. Can do good impressions of Aboriginals. Yeah. Okay. Well, what? I'd rather be able to do that than be able to comfortably murder somebody and go yeah. on with your life. Yeah. So people have got to think about these things. Imagine, I can't, I can't. But I guess that's why I'm so obsessed with serial killers and stuff. Yeah, because it's so far removed. That's fucking from- unreal. I was reading a little bit more about that, um, that you know, that documentary that was, I think it's a few years old, but it only went on to Netflix like last, the two or three months ago. Two or three months ago. No, no, no. the. Um, fuck! What was it called? You um, the. Abducted in plain sight. That's oh, the yes, yes. So the abducted in plain sight story. For everyone who hasn't fucking watched it, don't you know, you don't have to, but it's disturbing. This guy who was the next door neighbor to these this family in like the sixties and seventies. Mm. In America. Hanging out with their daughter a lot. Uh he got the mum to fuck him. So the next door neighbor's wife to fuck him. Mm. Then he got the dad to jack him off as well. And then he abducted their daughter twice. Yeah, Con- convinced her that uh, she had to get pregnant from him uh, because it was an al- she was an alien, mm. and it's a like a secret alien like conspiracy thing. He convinced that well because it was the seventies, you know. Yeah, yeah. She couldn't Google it. Yeah, like, Hang yeah. On, this couldn't happen. It, it would be a lot. <laughs> yeah, like we take a lot for granted. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we did that sort of shit, and now uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that they didn't even put in the documentary, like. He did. He did that same thing to other girls too, like the yeah. same alien, same pattern. Yeah, and they're coming out and being like, "Oh yeah, I, that happened," but we don't want to be part of the documentary. But we want you to know. This. How did he convince the dad to jack him off? I don't know because that's something I also can't <laughs> understand. Like, can't understand, you know, the crime mm. committers also can't understand being convinced to jack someone off. I don't know either. Apparently, he just had a boner. They went for a drive and he's like, I need relief. And the guy's just like, ah, buddy, tug tug one for you, mate. There you go. Yeah, well, why not? What are neighborinos for? (laughs) All right, just making sure the soundboard's working. Good. Very happy with that. Yeah, yeah, very bizarre. And so, this is the most fucked up part. Mm. She's like, I can't. She's had three divorces, I think. This, the girl who was Surprising. abducted. Surprising. Yeah, because she's like, she just can't love anyone because like after that, it yeah. doesn't experience, like yeah. it just fucked up, Ruined fucked her it. up for life. Yeah. Unreal. Mm. Unreal. Anyway, I don't know about you guys, but I am hard as fuck right now. <laughs> well, I <I'll>, suppose <laughs> I'll jack you off then, yeah, Lord. Yeah, well, that's what you would do. Oh, and yeah. you don't live next door to me though. Uh, so, um, yeah. oh, do you have an underage daughter though? <laughs> Uh, no, but I know. No, I'm going to kidnap her and take her to Mexico for a while, and then um, that seems fine. When you get the FBI involved after a few days, <laughs> fucking unreal. But that's yeah. like that's interesting. I like the um, the like social response because a lot of people. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. The, uh, if it was a lot of people, mm. but there was a enough of a response from people who were judgmental of the parents be like I can't believe you did all these things like you didn't go to the police right away and that but it really context matters mm. and one of the things that um, stayed with me when we were learning about the East Area rapist uh, who was active in the 70s and 80s was that there just there just wasn't a single number like an international 
number, emergency number. You had to know the local area. Yeah. So we just take... I was watching... It was um, Annabelle, the little haunted doll movie. It mm-hmm. was set in the 60s. And the woman's just like, oh, I'm just dialing 911. And it's like, that didn't that didn't exist. That wasn't a thing till, yeah. till like the 80s. Mm. And it didn't even go like international right away. They trialed it and everything. See, I'm glad we've got... Yeah. We worked that out. But that's what I mean. Simplified like, it. We can't just go back and look at those people and be like... And, oh, you should have done things. No, they just didn't fucking know. People didn't know what serial killers were. Yeah. Just didn't... I remember once ringing triple O or triple zero as a kid. I would just, you know, I was a fucking kid. I would hit buttons fucking every now and then get on to someone, talk some (laughs) shit to them. And I remember, and looking back, it would have been so weird for the, the operator. And I remember them answering and me just going, the mission is complete. I would have had like a little kid voice. <laughs> the mission is complete. And I just remember them asking, like trying to ask more questions. And I was just kept saying like, you know what I'm talking, you know what I mean. The mission is done. And they were just like, okay, we're going to send the police to your... And I was just, I just hung up. <laughs> Never got any police or anything. Yeah. But it would have sounded concerning, I would think. It would have been weird. But that's <laughs> the thing too. You're remembering it with your brain now though. So you're like adapting the seriousness of your voice. You know mm, what I mean? No, I I wouldn't have been serious. It would have been a child's voice. That's what I mean. Like yeah. Like so they were probably just like, they knew and they were just like like fuck it. Like yeah, possibly. <laughs> it's so weird though cuz people get in trouble like operators and stuff if they don't follow procedure for like every call. Mm. But surely you've got to have some discretion and just be like, "No, nah, we can't. I'm not responding to that." This kid just said he's got his penis in a bottle. We're not doing that. (laughs) Well, I suppose they just pass it on to the relevant. Yeah. And they would just go, nah, fuck that. Mm. I don't know. It's a job I don't want anyway. I'm glad I'm not involved in the process at any step. I uh, involve myself. (laughs) I hang hang around. Yeah, you just answer. Hello. (laughs) How can I help? Get out of here, you you mongrel. I did call an ambulance for somebody once and it was a long process. Yeah, they ask lots of questions and... Yeah. Yeah, which, yeah, fair enough. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm happy to sit here and answer questions for you, but while we're talking, I can guarantee he's got a bone sticking out of his leg. And so please, I mean, happy to answer anything else, but... Just and come. You, you better get here soon because otherwise I'm going to fuck that hole. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's exposed, it's bleeding, I'm only human. All I could think about when I saw it was that the spy who shagged me. I always remember that scene when, what's his name? Mufasa or whatever falls down the cliff and he's broken his leg. He goes, it is beginning to smell like almonds, <laughs> which is not good. And I was just saying that over and over in my head. I wanted to say it on tr- to Triple O. <laughs> It's beginning to smell a lot like almonds. Which is not good. What a bizarre thing. I wonder if that's like a gangrenous thing or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah, it's probably based in some well, truth. Well, that's, that's like what I said about the Aboriginal thing. Like when you're doing mm. those jokes, you want to have something... Something to... It needs to be rooted in whatever. Yeah, it needs to have an anchor Yeah, point, doesn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, just saying stupid shit. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I could just do anything. <laughs> Yeah, and then you just end up like Will Ferrell, which he did, just but not doing anything, just repeating the same thing. I still think about that burrito thing. 
Like him. I remember that one scene from the movie that I did that was really funny with the burrito. I'm having a burrito again. Which I didn't remember. So when when you showed me the burrito thing, I was just like, oh yeah, people think burritos are funny food. Until you remind me that he throws that burrito in the movie. So I hadn't even... It's that long ago. Yeah. It wasn't two years ago. It was like 14 or something. Yeah, I don't know I, yeah, I think it was like 2005, something yeah. like that, 2004 that the movie came out. Exactly. Oof. I've tried to go back and listen to other Ron Burgundy shows mm. to like just research for for us. Yeah. No, nah, can't do no, it. Not even like, not for fun. I just can't. It's just him, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it's he just can't. so scripted. Yeah. If he was being Ron Burgundy with people who didn't know who Ron Burgundy was, it might be funny. Yeah. Get some real reactions. That's, I think that's part of the reason why I was laughing at um, Chris Lilly's show because he's got all these a- these people who are paid actors around and he's obviously just making shit up, just yeah. pretending to just being a 13-year-old kid going, hey, horse chick, yeah, do you want to see my nuts? Just, just <laughs> yeah. doing, like, what are these people Yeah, and what, Yana doing all the weird shit with the pets? Yeah. So it's, there's just a crew of people. You're... Your husband gets naked and he likes to play with himself a lot while yeah. you're not around. Right where you're sitting right now. <laughs> That's what he's, it's very, he's very upset by this. <laughs> and it's, and you're like, yeah, that's, that's kind of funny. Mm. But, to, but the extra layer of funny to me is that person doesn't know what's coming. Yeah. And they've just got to react. And it's, they're probably going to have to realistically sit there maybe for 45 minutes while he just tries different things. <laughs> Dressed as women, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, it would be bizarre. And some of the the actors on that show are terrible, mm. like the old builder and yeah. the young girl who's the sister of the freak, and yeah, like they're shit actors. Yeah. They're obviously it's good though. It does add to it. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. all that like when you well, that's the thing about like re- it's supposed to be reality TV. It's supposed to be like a spin on reality TV, yeah. and reality TV people are sick. Yeah, so you can see this like half. Human, half. Yeah. There's desperation. Want to be actor. Yes. Yeah. Constant desperation. There's like a vein of it in almost every sentence they say, mm. whether it's to the camera when they're doing the like one on one thing or when they're like talking and they know that the camera's on them. It's just yeah. this fucking bizarre thing. It's so weird. <laughs> it, it always it reminds me of that line from Fight Club mm. where, um, the, where Edward Norton's character first meets Tyler on the plane. And Tyler looks at him and he goes, you know, you've got a kind of sick desperation to your laugh. He just says it to him and he's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, how often do you find somebody who does that kind of sick, desperate laugh and you go, that's not, why are you doing this? Why are you yeah. trying to be, you're just trying to lighten. I understand. Fair enough. You're trying to lighten the mood. Yeah. You're trying to have a good time, but it's fake. Yeah. It's manufactured. Yeah. And it's okay to let like a little giggle out or whatever, but, some, but sometimes you're just going too far. Yeah, that's too right. much. Yeah. And uh, that's not the sort of thing we like to do here at Unpleasant. I think part of the reason that children are so attractive... You know, you think about the rape, but it's the rape that you can really think about. Pulls me off. Jordan Peterson's worried about AI taking his voice and manipulating it. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got clips of him talking about children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got everything we need. Yeah. I like him too. I like him. Yeah? But... Um, I don't. I think he's a, um, a Nazi. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, from everything that I've read about Nazis, uh, that's one thing that they were very pro, mm. uh, which is, you know, not really worrying about race, not really worrying yeah. about all that, just worrying about your family, 
and your friends and your loved ones and your own yeah. sort of improvement. You want to be leveling up like once a year, that sort of thing, like yeah. finding an area of your life and improve on that. And years then- and years of research and mm. intellectual, yeah. uh, I don't know. Intellectual reasoning, uh, mm. discussion. Development. Development. Yeah. That, uh, that that's, is a that's Nazi. What, that's what the, yeah, the Nazis were definitely through and through. Thing. Yeah. Um, God, they're fucking sick. They're fucking insane. <laughs> like I'm reading. I've got a book right now. I'm not actually no. I'm not going to talk about it because that's that's one of the things we made in front of Brian Cullen for. The Nazis did yeah, lots I'm of drugs. I'm actually reading this book right now. When uh, in this book I'm reading now, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. this is happening. The Nazis were all on drugs. They mm. fucking loved it. Um, it was. And um, they're not the only group of people yeah. in history who have loved it. All of them have. Everyone <laughs> yeah, has. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't classify it. The, Freud was one of the biggest cokeheads known to man. He mm. was starting his day with big lines. To the point where it was extremely detrimental to his work and profession and thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. It wasn't coke at the time. It was Well, it was, but it didn't have that idea behind it it'd be like if somebody took a tv obviously they didn't have the electricity for it in the fucking 1700s but if you took a tv back there and went this is a tv they'd go yeah okay whatever it doesn't have all the extra meaning of visuals and and color and sounds it doesn't have that connotation to them but we've got all this uh sort of compounding knowledge of what Coke can do to a person's brain. Yeah, research and experience. And, <laughs> yeah. and so, anyway, uh, yeah, they were all fucked up. They were all on drugs. I was looking at uh, those photos the other night, uh, like the colorized images from the Second World War, some of the rallies that the Nazis held. And mm. it's just, I realized that all the villains in the movies that I watched growing up, they were all like, just, just almost carbon copied from those images. Yeah. Those, the huge flags, that big gold eagle and stuff like that. And in colour, you go, that's like, if you were into that, it looks mad. That would be fucking amazing. Like, I get excited when I see a band that I like and they've got a big statue and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember, I saw ACDC when I was like eight or nine years old and it was on the Stiff Upper Lip Tour Mm. and on the album cover is like a big bronze Angus and they have a big fake bronze yeah. Angus on the stage, I'm like, that's fucking sick. That's awesome, you know. I was, yeah, I can sympathise because I even enjoyed um, Watain's presentation. <laughs> Do you remember them? I don't. They were on the other stage. We were waiting for Machine Head at Soundwave, and Watain were playing on the stage next to them. Remember, they had all they were all done up in corpse paint, and they had fire that's and shit right, like yeah. that. But I still enjoyed that element of it because I'm like, well, at least yeah, they're doing they're doing something. They committed to it, and but that's why there's so many Nazi um um like collectors. Yeah, like, that's why yeah, people love Nazi paraphernalia because there was so much. Yeah, and because it was, I mean, they got it right. Well, yeah, that's, they got branding and. <clears throat> I, I I is it hack? I don't know. Hugo Boss. Mm. They got in with Hugo Boss, one of the greatest. Uh, that's and, and that, that's speaking uh, is it subjectively, greatest mm. sort of fashion designers. Yeah. Of yeah, of course, any it's era. subjective, but I mean, it's pretty. Most people know the name Hugo it, Boss exactly, like regardless of their interest levels. They got him to design everything for them, so they mm. just had a huge advantage with that mm. alone. The, the branding matters. Yeah. Um. I, that's 
Anyway, uh, speaking of Machine Head, I've, I haven't even got the note here, but there is some developments on mm. that front as well from Taffy Flynn, blocked by Taffy on Instagram for uh, making fun of him. Uh, so we've got Isaac Butterfield likes Pokemon. He's uh, releasing a comedy special on yep. YouTube. It, uh, <laughs> I'll, I don't know where to start. No. Like, How, like will we? Sp- I feel like we've spent enough time on this show that the people who listen know how we feel about comedy specials now. Mm. But just in case you're not sure, we'll do a quick, quick little rundown. They're overdone. People put out comedy specials too soon. And too often. Much too often. Just because Louis started doing one a year doesn't mean you're Louis. Doesn't mean you should put out one every year. Doesn't mean you should put out a comedy special if you're under 30 years old. Hmm. I'm not. Does that mean you're going to be doing a special every year until you're in your 50s? No, that's not going to be good. It's going to be terrible. Too many people get handed specials. Yes. Netflix are to blame, I'd suggest. Very much so. Because yeah. they, they, yeah, they handed them out. Like, yeah. like They did that huge dump, Comedians of the World, where it was like 50 comedy specials. Yeah. Unreal. Neil Brennan. Oh, his special on that mm. was embarrassing. Yeah. I guess you guys would all laugh if, we came, if I came out here and made fun of Donald Trump. And they're like... Yeah, we, we, we probably would. And he's like, ah. And he just didn't make any jokes. It just wasn't funny. Oh, no. Terrible. Co-writer of The Chappelle Show. Yeah. One of the greatest shows of all time. Had Neil gra- Brennan. Had a great understanding of comedy, obviously, then. Yeah. In that capacity. But then he uh, called Dave Chappelle and... A Nia. <laughs> Speaking of Nia Burr. Yeah. Uh, I've got a bit of... Uh, you mean Nia... Renee Hill. Yeah, sorry, because she didn't change her name. Bill Renee Bill Hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, Bill Burr's podcast. I gave a little listen to that because I haven't listened to that in years. Now, Bill Burr was one of the was. good ones. Everyone loved him. Was the lovely Nia, uh, was she on there? No, but oh, he was doing okay. He's doing a, a Thursday show. Mm. And he's like, it's the Thursday, Monday morning podcast. And he's doing that thing, but he's got a camera on him now. Oh, and you can no. see in his eyes he's an ugly the recital. Man. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah, he's he's ugly, but he's also okay, so Bill Burr started doing his podcast in about two thousand and nine, I think. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. It was one of the most popular ones yeah. on the market. Because it was like it was a normal thing and he just would go in without a plan. Now this is my assumption, mm. so I could be wrong. But my assumption was he'd go in without a plan he'd have some some sort of ideas of what he'd talk about and he'd sit down and he'd talk about it. And it became a thing where he'd go, hey, guys, what's going on? It's Bill Burr. And that's what he would... Yeah. What's going on? It was Bill Burr. And then he kept doing it. But now he's not doing it because he's just saying hello. Now he's using it as a catchphrase. Yeah. He's doing that. And you can see the blank, hollow look in his eyes. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's Bill Burr. This is the Monday Morning Podcast. Yeah. Fuck. He's got nothing left. Does he still do Q&As where people just email him oh, questions? I'm sure. I didn't make it that far. Yeah. That's it. That's another unpleasant theme. Mm. The Q&A. The Reddit, ask me anything. Why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> just nonsense content that they don't have to put effort into. 
And it's always, I mean, more more and more rec- recently, it's people like, hi, I'm, um, I've been a journalist for two years and I did this one investigative story on this one crime story that no one else knew about. Ask me anything. <laughs> no, I have nothing to ask you. Yeah, it's just pure ego jacking. Like yeah. They're just going, yeah, I'm popular, I'm important. That's what people aren't... They don't take that into consideration that, okay, yes, there are real people on the internet who are spreading good information and have insight to offer. Yeah. But there is also a sect, and we don't know how big that sect is, but they purely want the clicks, they purely want the likes, the hearts, the whatever little button that is a plus. Whatever Mm. that is, they want more and more of that. And that is their ego trip. That's the thing that feeds them. Yeah. And we need to take it on ourselves to go, no, 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 no. I don't know if this is a real one. I've got a good example, actually. Mm. Uh, Hang on, I haven't said anything in a while, so... Okay, good. Um, what's that? Uh, Sherman is his name. He's the editor of Reason Magazine. Mm. Um, fuck, why can't I remember this cunt's name? So I heard about him from the Bathhouse Joe Rogan podcast. YouTube pulls me off, and then iTunes pulls me off. That's a bad guy. YouTube pulls me off. So on the Joe Rogan podcast, he had an episode with... Uh, Graham Hancock. Yep. Michael Shermer, that's his name. Uh, so, uh, Graham Hancock is a historian? I don't know. Author. He's, he's got yeah. s- a scientific background in something. I don't know. They're arguing about um, the age of some temples and some artifacts. Mm. Gobekli Tepe. And Michael Shermer was on. And he's the editor for Skeptic Magazine. So he's the number one skeptic. And he was, I remember liking him purely for this moment alone where they were talking about uh, uh, pyramids and temples being built, built like that. And he's just like, now these are sophisticated pieces of, uh, of, of, of building. These are sophisticated structures. And he's like, it's the most basic structure you can build. It's essentially a pile of rocks. If you pile rocks up, you end up with a pyramid. Mm. And he's kind of right. Like, granted, there is more nuance to it, but it is the basic structure. Yeah, yeah. It's not the Sydney Opera House. That, yes, there's a reason that's <clears throat> regarded. Yeah, so there, I was like, all right, I kind of like this guy. So I'm, I've, I followed him on Twitter, and there's a thing going around right now, and it's related to... Oh, here you go. I've got the article here. And it's from Reddit, <laughs> the cesspool mm. of the internet. The people think that Reddit's okay. It's not. It is the most censored yeah. piece of public discourse on the internet. Well, maybe not the most censored, but it has this like Well, it's got yeah, this reputation for not being that yeah, way. But it really is the same as every other that's, platform. That's right. So I guess yeah, I'm not it's it's hard to describe it like that, but yeah. But yeah, you're right. Mm. Um okay, so this is a... I don't even know how to pronounce this. Ochiochtomy? Apparently, this person got their balls cut off. So, they're transitioning from uh, male... No, sorry. They're transitioning from faggot to female. (laughs) FTF. 
Yep. That's what it's called for short. Now, okay, so this person's transitioning. Uh, living as a woman always aroused me, and now that I've uh, my my plummeting T levels and lack of libido, I've barely thought about transitioning, and the thought doesn't give me much joy. And so there's a you know a few paragraphs here where they're talking about there's a, there was always a big sexual part of it which I didn't realize until after I got my balls cut off, mm. and now I'm kind of like, oh fuck, yeah. And this guy posted now this is go this is very big in the like of course the the anti trans community and the trans community blah 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 they've all got things to say about it. And Michael Shermer says this should be read and noted by everyone in the community and commenters thereon. To think that there are people under 21 or 18 and even small children who have begun uh, transitioning in irreversible ways. It's an unfolding tragedy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. But we don't know that the person who said that is real. Yeah, exactly. That's just a post. You're supposed yeah. to be the skeptic. Yeah. You're supposed to, well, I shouldn't be able to go look at that and go, yeah, that, but. Maybe not. Yeah. People <clears throat> do all sorts of crazy <clears throat> shit. On the internet for attention all the time. This could be a person who's like who just wants to stir the pot. Yeah, exactly. Like the people who say retired sheriff here of twenty five years. Oh fuck! Uh, the scariest case I ever worked. It's probably just some loser lying. Yeah. People know that there's fraudsters and catfishes, and I mean, in every pocket of the internet. But why would somebody pretend to have had their balls cut off? To- mm. I don't know. It's a valid question. Yeah. But just be, don't expect a logical answer. I think we've covered this. Don't expect a logical answer to an, illog, an illogical question. That's mm. not how it works. The reason, that's the whole problem is that it is illogical. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. But we do know that it happens. Yes. Why would anyone cut off their mother's head and then fuck it? I don't know. Yeah. Ask that weird cunt that they put in that show, Mindhunter. Mm. Ed Kemper. Kemper. Big, tall... See, He's the one who fucked his yeah, mother's head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. And he said he only got caught because he turned himself in. Yeah. He said, oh, I, could, I could have kept doing it. Probably could have. That's yeah. a scary... Imagine being the police there and he's just like this seven foot tall serial psychopath killer. Saying, oh, I could have kept doing it too. You're lucky I ended myself in <laughs> and don't want to kill you. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking hell. <laughs> Um, okay, so, yeah, Michael Shermer is an idiot. Uh, Officially. Yep, we've put that to bed. No sceptics. And so is Graham that. Hancock. <laughs> yeah, really. They're, yeah. they're all fucking idiots. So is Bathhouse Joe Rogan. And then iTunes pulls me... No, I like Joe. We all like Joe. Yeah. Um, I had a video suggestion come up from Brian Callan and Brendan Schaub, who we like Brendan Schaub now. I, th- I do anyway. Why? I'll come around. Uh, because he lets Brian embarrass himself mm. for the show. Mm. And I think I think I I think he plays a little bit dumber than he is. I think he's dumb, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think he plays a little bit dumber and he knows what's going on. Mm. And he knows that Brian embarrasses himself and he knows it makes he has fun with it, but he doesn't yeah. Yeah, I so I I like him now. Okay. I like him because he lets that happen. We'll see if you're giving him too <laughs> giving him too much credit. We'll see. You might be right. So the video suggestion was Now this is a pet peeve of mine for a few years now because I started getting into podcasts years ago, mm. radio shows, 
all that sort of thing. I, I really enjoyed it. Ahead of the curve as per program. Yeah, you've got to be, mate. That's me, through and through. But this, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a thing that happens, and it's like when an we live in Australia. We are Australian men, but we are men of the world. And when you are, and you come back, you notice some things. Because we are a smaller place, when celebrities from far off lands arrive here and they do their celebrity bullshit interviews and the pre-determined questions and everything like that, they always ask the same sort of things. So, hey, you're finding your time in Australia? And they always have like the standard responses. Like this is just, this is a whole, this is some minutes that we can fill. Mm. And they go, hey, you're finding your time in Australia? Oh, it's like a home away from home, all that kind of bullshit. I don't actually, I don't know if, if that's related to what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but what I, it's valid. But what I mean is, it's like a, 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 it's a boring question and they're almost always uh, made up or boring responses. Amazing yeah. stories that they had while they were here. Mm, you stay in your hotel room. Yeah. Avoiding people like everyone, yes. basically. Yeah. People like Charlie Pickering or yeah. Will Anderson. We will be avoiding them. Video suggestion from Brian Callen and Brendan Shaw, the fighter and the kid. How they lost their virginity. It's all, and it, that, that seems to be, look, no, okay, here's the part that gets me. It's like this trying to be edgy and like ask the underground question, like, oh, yeah. have you ever shot heroin? Like they treat it like that. Did, like, you, ever oh. ra- did you ever rape anyone did you in high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you rape anyone at a party? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever rape anyone with your friends? <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is exactly, but there is this response that I have where I'm like, this isn't interesting to me. No. If I was sitting around with people and they're talking about that, okay, okay why are we doing this? Oh, to share an embarrassing story. If everyone's embarrassed by it, then it's not an embarrassing story, so it's now redundant. Mm. I don't understand it. I don't know. Have you ever laughed at a like virginity story? No, and I've never enjoyed a how we met story either. Oh, it's the same thing. It's time fillers. Yeah. The, the how we met story is the like today show version, mm. and then there's like the podcast version, which is the the, the, the virginity one. Yeah, first time. It's boring. Yeah. Nobody needs to know it. And if it's a comedian, they made it up. Yeah. Or, or at the very least, it's a 50% true story and they fluffed it up and they added all this extra shit uh, Well, in. they're just leaving out the fact that they paid $120 for it, basically. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, mate, by the way. <laughs> no, you, well, look, if you need to. There's nothing wrong with it. But, I mean, if you're going to pass off a story, don't leave all those details. Yeah, that's right. I think... <laughs> Will you gentlemen be going to the bordello afterwards? No, 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 no. Okay. I don't know what um, a bordello is, mate. N- neither do I. No. Actually, and I found out the hard way. <laughs> how Fucking, do you how do you find that I out? I don't I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. Do you get propositioned for sex? Because you probably get propositioned for sex every night, presumably. So I assume, yeah, I'd assume so. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um We have, I got another video here of, 
I'm not, I'm not going to play it. Mm. I don't think because it was just oh my dad got really this is the this was the post my dad was really depressed after um, the passing of my mother and has been for the last past, past few years so we bought him a puppy and this is his response and it's just an old man happy with a dog <laughs> and it's like why would yeah. you post this yeah. like this is horrible this poor guy like just li- yeah. do it buy him that but you're posting this this is like we were saying these people who are after clicks yeah because you know as soon as you guys go home He's still going to be sad. He's yeah. just going to have a dog running around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And he might be like me and just fuck that dog. Well. You don't know. Loneliness can do funny things to the human brain. Don't even need to be lonely. You can just be horny. Yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> um, okay. So, I've got adult onset Aboriginality. Um Do we feel like uh, Pat Oswalt? Well, let's. We'll. Uh, I'll throw it to you. Here's yep. our options. Yep. We got some Pat Oswalt. We got some Butterfield. We've got a T-shirt we can look at from that uh, a, that Melbourne-based comedian with all the characters. Mm. And we've got Stanhope. I'm gonna go with Stanhope because it threw me when you yeah, mentioned his okay. name. I haven't heard anything about him for okay. a long time. That's interesting. So this is. Hopefully interesting to you guys as well. If it's not interesting now, it will be when the next thing happens. Mm. You got to remember that these are this is called periscoping. Yes, these are the guys that we watch unfold. Now he was a man who was very funny years ago. I guess arguably still funny now, mm. but you know. It's arguable. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of lost it. He got a lot of fame. Or he, he, Sorry, he achieved a sort of next level fame from the Joe Rogan experience. He's one of those guys who was like part of the Rogan crew in the early days where it took off. And what happened was he played a version of himself on the Louis C.K. show, Louis, where he plays a depressed alcoholic comedian. Not too much of a stretch for Doug Stanhope. Now, his whole thing was being drunk on stage and he'll say anything. And he did have some really funny, brutal jokes. Mm. But I'm not going to take... He does like a lifestyle advice kind of thing now. Mm. And I'm not going to take lifestyle advice from the guy <clears throat> who, participa- who participated in his mother's death of a drug overdose. Yep. Uh, who just well, does drugs... Every day, drinks himself. He's trying to drink himself to death. Yeah. His personality is based on his alcoholism. Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing you know about him. If you want to be green, you got to make sure you get more abortions. Okay. Thanks, mate. Yeah. (laughs) Nice take. Thanks, comedian. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, this is okay. This is what it was. So, he has a wife, girlfriend. Bingo? Yes. Yeah. Bingo. Now, I, you, you kind of find out about this because these people just have their lives on display. Yeah. Um, now, this, that's the difference between us and them is we're here to do a show. We're not here to go, this is how, this is my partner. Oh, these yeah. are my... No, no, this no, no. This no, is my no. life. Welcome. That's not... Why, why is that part of... It? Anyway, so we find out about them. 
she had some sort of psychotic episode <clears throat> years ago and ran away. And there's mm. all these Ari Shafir, Bert Kreischer, they were like helping look for her and stuff. It was a very bizarre thing. That's how I'm like, what the fuck? What is he doing? And she's a bizarre woman. Mm. And I think he probably ties her up and fucks her in weird ways. And they say weird things to each other to get off. Anyway, so it's a photo that he put up of her on the ground, mm. just like passed out. And he says, whoever did this to bingo will pay. So I've, I'm going off screenshots here. So that was two hours ago, it says. Yeah. One hour ago. In the If the last tweet seemed funny, it isn't. Whoever dosed bingo, fuck you. There's nobody in Cincy, Cincinnati, awake at this hour. She took three headers just trying to get off the floor and that flight we won't make. So I'll be in town another day to find you. And you know... No, sorry. And I know who you are. So I don't know how much further this story went. Seems like it should be something you should be putting on Twitter anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so before I continue, I just want to point out his lifestyle did this to him. Mm. Dosed her. Yeah, what do you think's going to happen when you drink and like you put yourself at more risk of that happening than most other people would? Yeah. Because you're always talking about drugs, you're always talking about acid, you're always talking about all that sort of thing, doing it. You have your address on your website. You can go to his house and find out where he lives and all that sort of thing. He has like a comedy, he does like a comedy thing in his weird little town that he's yeah, lives right. in. <clears throat> I guess that's called victim blaming. But I'm okay with it in this case because now he's getting... If you thought this was funny, yeah, we did. Because you brag yeah. about doing... Oh, we passed. I passed out on the way home from the... It's constantly about you doing dumb things because you've done yeah. too many drugs. You have a whole comedy bit about assisting your mother with her suicide. So why is that... Why would it be such a stretch for people to laugh at that tweet? Yeah. yeah. So here we go. Here's the update. Uh, Bingo is awake now. Too late for the flight, but up and aware. We'll get out of here eventually. This sucks and I want to blame everybody, but mostly whoever put drugs in a head they know isn't ready for it. And then a follow-up. Uh, to be clear, when I said bingo is dosed, that's not accurate. Someone who knew better gave bingo acid when they knew she wasn't in any condition to make that decision. And next her head is banging off a motel floor. Still fuck you. Uh, okay, so she kind of did it herself so anyway. She, yeah, she willingly took the yeah. narcotics. And he's uh, like, I, you, what do you think? And he's diagnosed her as being dust. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you with her? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Why is you going, I need, I can't believe they did this to her. She's an unwell person and you've deemed her unwell and then mm. you've exposed her to all these pieces of shit drug... Fe- like, there are a lot of good people who do plenty of drugs. We know that. We live in reality. Mm. But as a part of that community, you are going to end up with the psychos too. The fiends. It's very unregulated. Yes. <laughs> That's the whole thing yes. about it. There is risk. There are no people who love drugs but got away from them just because they can't deal with the people associated. Yeah. Have priorities. Yeah, and they just go, <laughs> it's just not worth it. You don't know what you get like. Yeah. And you go, that, that, that's fair enough. 
You're in that world. Yeah. Doug. Douglas. You've made a name from it, in a way. And now, yes, his whole career is based on it. Yeah. I wear bad suits. Substance oh. abuse. Is- yeah. 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 That's his career. Yeah. So that's my uh, Doug Stanhope coverage. Yep. So it's another sickness. Which is just spreading further and further. So that's an update. If you didn't enjoy that, hold on to it. Mm. Doug Stanhope, there is bound to be more. Look into a bit of Doug Stanhope. Yes. You might actually find some of his previous bits funny. Which I did. Years ago, uh, beer hall push. Push, yeah. Which Um, was a Nazi thing too. Yeah, yeah, the beer hall push in um, Germany. I went to... One of the beer halls. Anyway, that's that's. I don't need to talk about that. Did you heil? No, I drank a lot of beer though. Oh, that's all right. Um, I assume that's what it was to be done there. Um, it's weird. You just go over and you're like, oh, no, this building's this old. Do you want a beer? Yes, I do. You just go to a fucking building <laughs> that was built two months ago and do the same thing. But anyway, <laughs> I get it though. I do get it. But yeah. That's the thing. There's been a few specials or recordings or stand-up sets or whatever that I have enjoyed. And then you learn a little bit more about the individual. Yeah. And they make it hard. And that's not... I don't feel like I'm digging too deep. Mm. Like, it's not like I'm getting secret info from people. You're not digging at all. This is all publicly presented. No, this just comes up. This just comes across my radar. Yeah. When I say I'm doing research, I'm literally just listening to their content, just reading what they put out there. Yeah. And that's, you're right, they make it hard. You're not investigating, you know, dodgy deals. No, I've got, I've got no more info than anyone else. Mm. No more access to it. But I don't think people, I don't think some people are very good at, um, uh, like, discerning where to get, what information is good and what information is bad and where, how to just increase your odds of finding the right thing. Yeah. Now, I remember having this moment after the Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight. Conor McGregor, MMA fighter, Floyd Mayweather, boxer, and they were having a boxing match. And after, there was this... I had two people come up and say, I heard they were having a rematch in X amount of months' time. And I'm just looking at them going, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, mm. where are you getting that? Yeah. And they don't, re- they don't have an answer. Mm. Oh, I'm, it's written. They're talking about it. Oh, I've heard that. From, yeah. from who? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm on the MMA websites. I'm on the boxing websites. I'm on forums. I'm reading that stuff. I'm, but I'm getting stuff from the people, who are the, the journalists who are in it. Yeah. And from the fighters because they all have Twitter and Instagram. They all have those things. So I'm like, where the fuck are you getting that from? And why are you going, oh, yeah, that's going to happen? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> They just don't know how to talk about things. Yeah. So, I've got to go with the safe one. I, it's, it's, oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'll, fucking, I'll watch that one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's thrown such a spanner in the works for my brain that I've got nothing. I was yeah. going, I, I, I don't know. I got nothing. Mm. All right. Um, that concludes our Stanhope coverage. That's fair to call that a sickness. That is. That is medically correct. <laughs> what that man has. Oh, she has diagnosed illnesses as well too. Yeah. Let's be. Let's. Be, she's on. I think she's supposed to be on medication and stuff like that too. That yeah. Talked about. Anyway. All right. Um, 
So we've got uh, that T-shirt from that Melbourne comedian, Pat Oswalt, or Butterfield. What do you feel? Go uh, Patton. We'll okay, stick yep. with these American yeah, psychopaths. Um, okay. And because, you know, the wife passed out on the floor, just I, I thought it was going to be about Patton. <laughs> you. you thought I got my notes mixed up. Yeah. Uh, I've just got to get past this uh, little piss bag that showed up in my Instagram uh, advertising. So, is it a piss? Is it like a little thing you wear, a hood you'd wear over your cock that would fill up with piss? Apparently. And it's like designed for camping. So, it's, it's an ad for like a little bag and I had no mm. idea what it was. I clicked it to try and find out and it just didn't help me. Is there a movement of people who don't want to piss outdoors? I don't know. It's one of those, it's like AliExpress, you know, that weird Asian redirect site. Okay. So it's just full of cheap. Bizarre. Cheap. Unnecessary shit. Yeah. Very unnecessary. Yep. Uh, just for people who have money. Yep. Have you ever, if you ever go to YouTube mm. and go to like the live, what's happening live and stuff like that, there is some shit on there. Mm. But there is this thing, I don't know if you've heard of this, Super Chats. Have you mm. heard of that? Don't know. I don't think so. People pay money mm. for super chats. Where so so their thing in the chat, fifty bucks, and the person will re- have to read it out like it's part of the yeah, contract, yeah. whatever it is, with the thing. People are just paying. Some people are earning thousands of dollars in like a forty-minute, hour and a half broadcast because mm. people are just going read this comment, money. Money. Just yeah. putting... Who are these people who just have this much disposable income to have retards on the internet just say their comments and yeah. maybe address what they're talking about? Yeah. And this isn't like journalists answering questions or even developers of interesting technology or, or musicians or anything. Just retards. Yeah. <laughs> people, people like the Instagram girl who Chris Lilly plays in Lunatics. Mm. Yeah. Just paying their money. To interact with them It's this bizarre version Of a strip club Where everyone Has to pretend And there's always money Always there monetary Transactions be, yeah, They're not actually Your friend They're not paying no. Attention to your words Because of that They're not paying the Attention content. to your rig Because <laughs> you're just A handsome man Who deserves To have these Hooers Just hanging off them It's because you gave them 120 bucks mm. Simple as that Even if they are A scabinossi <laughs> It doesn't matter uh, so I, so we nicknamed her. Just a, I assume she she said she was Italian. We nicknamed an ugly Italian woman Scabinossi, and I don't even know if the if Cabinossi is an Italian thing. I just know it's a meat, and so I just assumed. <laughs> yeah. Ah, fuck it, Italian. <laughs> a, yeah, it's an appetivo sort of meat, isn't it? Yeah, fuck, you close, slice it up, cheese, olives. Fuck. Close, yeah, close <laughs> enough. I'm happy. I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm not happy worried. With it. Yeah, I'm not worried about the inaccuracy. Nope. Yep, move on. Sounds Italian. It's a funny word. And very accurate scabinossi. I love calling people scabs. Yeah. I love that category of people. Just Thankful. Yeah. Grateful. And there are so many scab behaviours that a person can exhibit and still not be a scab. Mm. That's the odd thing. But there are certain things like there are certain high class people who are scabs. Mm. And you go, I just, this, it's this ever-changing thing. But they're thing. popular and... It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just in. scabs. And yeah. you go, oh, it's beautiful. I love this ever-changing world of, <laughs> I don't know, 
retards, aboriginals, scabs. It's wonderful. The white minority. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> the white minority. I, yeah, no. I'm, all right. Okay, so here's what we got. We got Pat Oswalt. Mm-hmm. There is a, he posts a photo. I'll, uh, I'll show you a little glimpse. It is a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Which is a small possum-like rat creature. <laughs> All capital letters, letters for this first sentence. Letters. <laughs> I've been up since 4am. Leave me be. <laughs> um, All capital letters. Help me out someone. Now back to regular letters. This little guy is barely alive on Bloravale Drive in Studio City. It sounds like these are made up places, by the way. Yeah. Um, Just chased away a crow that was trying to kill it. All the animal control services are closed. Anyone got a number I can call? And he just says 7.16pm. Uh, so now another photo of this uh, little diseased rat mm-hmm. where it's like it's sort of moved a little bit. Uh, fuck, all caps. He's thrashing around. I think he's dying. All the emergency vets are closed. I'm afraid to move him. Fuck, I don't want to leave him because this crow is lurking. Are you are you ready for the next part? Is everyone ready? So he's ta- he's taking photos of this dying animal. First of all, chased away the the death, like yeah, letting yeah. it suffer. Yeah, 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 letting it suffer. So it's like imagine you see, I, I I like the interpretation of death from like the old movies and from um, uh, Monty Python's meaning of life, where it's like the hooded guy and he's got the scythe mm. so imagine just having death in the room with you starting to make you sick and he's just going ah get away get away, get away. Yeah. it's like fuck man yeah. now it's I'm gonna just it's half, gonna happen yeah yeah and thanks just, for dragging this out to make yourself look like a yeah hero thanks this is a guy who would use the term my rescue when talking about his pet yeah Oof. so uh he's gone i sat with him and watched his eyes go dead he's gone the crow can have him now. <laughs> oh, no. All this talk of Patton murdering his wife is starting to get to him and he's starting to make some contingency Yeah. Plans. Make sure everyone thinks that he's sympathetic. Yeah, and could never oh. stand by and watch <clears throat> a poor innocent creature die. Yeah, not, especially not prolong. Maybe that's part of the, the sick... <laughs> Maybe that's part of the sickness. He likes to drag it out. Yeah, no, he. No? I can't drag it out. Her life was dragging out, so it needs to be put out of its misery. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he did it to begin with. <laughs> Not the first time he said the crow can have it now. That might be his oh. line. That's scary, actually. Food for thought. Goodbye, my wife. Goodbye forever. 
Pat Oswalt. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to get. I'm going to do this bit justice. He's gone. I sat with him and watched his eyes go dead. He's gone. The crow can have him now. Just didn't want his last moments of life. Just didn't want his last moments of life he had being eaten, I guess. But he's gone now. Ugh. Oh, I'm such a soft bastard. <laughs> I'm such a pudgy bastard. <laughs> So instead, the last minutes of his life were of some fat dude letting him suffer while he just squats down and takes photos of him. Taking photos. Hey, remember King of Queens? I was in that. <laughs> I got to pretend to fuck Charlie's Theron in that movie. Um, okay, so he tags somebody and says, thank you for zipping by and taking him for a proper burial. Emery rescues squirrels and he was in the neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay, so some guy was on the same uh, thinking path as us. He said, but he was being uh, more accommodating to Patton's side. He said, "Good stuff, but let life take its course." Mm. I would have said, "Grow the fuck up, let the crow do it," because that's just that's that's it. It's gone. Yeah, you have no role to play. No, in this and what's happening now. This guy says. So, let life take its course. We did. We're life. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. And Patton screenshots that and retweets it and puts it out there and is just like, this is... And he says, what Emery said. And then hashtags, rest in peace, squirrel. What the fuck is this? What are you doing? You have a daughter. Just go spend some time with her. That's immediately a thousand times better than talking about a squirrel with retards on Twitter. Yeah. What are you doing? Okay, but here wow. we, I've got more. I have more. Um, he texts. Patton texts. I'm just going to overuse that until we've got to move on. Um, since he... Sorry. Since the untimely passing of his wife and he remarried, she posts screenshots of their text conversation. He sends her the same photo of the dying squirrel. And he says, I'm at the corner, blah, blah, blah. There's a little squirrel that's hurt. I just chased away a crow that was trying to kill it. My signal's wonky. Is there a wildlife rehab center near here I can call? Now, He's on an iPhone. Hmm. She is on an iPhone because it's coming up. So iMessage. That's right. Because on iPhones, it comes up with blue text. Yep. When you are the sender, and or it comes up with green if it's green just and between. White. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. If you don't have, if you've got low signal, it sends as a text message. Yeah. Nicely done. That. Is a blue That's data. message. That's right. That's functioning data. So he's texting her not for assistance, mm. but for sympathy, but for 
signaling sympathy. Oh, I couldn't have possibly murdered my wife. Look how upset I am over this over tiny this little animal. Over this poor little squirrel. Oh. I'm a big softy. Mm, am really? I? So, uh, is there a wildlife center near here I can call? Oh my God, baby. That's what she says. Oh, no. Is there an emergency vet or something? And she just says, you are so sweet. Like, why would you? What the fuck? Helpful. I was like, let me have a look, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they probably won't be able to save it. They only do cats and dogs. He said, Patton says, fuck, he's thrashing around. I think his right leg is dnashed. And also, fuck is all capitalized. Yeah. And she says, oh, honey, my love, I think you just have to leave him be. And he says, fuck, all caps. He's in so much pain. Raspy breath. <laughs> oh, baby, I don't know what to say is what, is what she says. Oh, God. And so she sends him a little, like, a place. Uh, the name and number of this place, blah, blah, blah. He's like, he died. Be home in a second. Imagine that fat, dejected idiot walking through the front door. I... This is psycho. I'm listening to a podcast at the moment about a huge fraudster. And Are you listening to the Isaac Butterfield show? <laughs> 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 and this con man used to make up stories for sympathy about how he accidentally killed his brother when they were kids, about how his parents died, about how his mother disowned him, like constantly coming up with these fantastic stories just for sympathy. It sounds eerily mm. similar to what's happening here. Well, that's a, that, yeah, if you put value in sympathy mm. as as like that fulfills whatever need you have we all have that some sort of internal need for things that's why you need to sort of hang out with people that's why you need to accomplish things do things if you fill that with sympathy if you decide to you will find any way possible Mm. to get that so you're making up all that sort of shit he's created that situation that is just taking that's taken place we're life We, we happen Oh, shut up. <laughs> These fucking losers wouldn't do a thing. For, they don't do anything for real people. No. But this fucking dying squirrel. I don't, the, the whole behavior just seems so odd to me. I, do, I know plenty of people who do good things every day and they don't fucking take photos of... And like it's, and that's another thing we've talked about on the show. This is a compounding idea of these people who are out the clicks and sympathy. Remember we talked about the photos of the elderly? Mm. The hospital bed photos? Fuck. The lowest of the low. That's some... It's unreal. Like, I, I'm shocked by that sort of thing. It really... Ugh. Yep. Like I, I, like, I fuck around with the Pat Oswalt thing, but photos with the... With sick... The dying relative. Yeah. Yeah. There's something really fucked up about that. Yeah. And you need to seek help. Anyway, let's get fun again. I think part of the reason the children are so attractive... You know, you think about the rape. (laughs) (laughs) We want it to be fun. There you go. That's the automatic fun. 
I didn't rape any kids. That's how you get off the stand for any of that sort of thing. Mm. I didn't rape anyone. How could they not believe you? Yeah, I would, 100%. If you're such a joy to be around. It wasn't rape, it was consensual. (laughs) Because I'm so fun. Hang on, hang on. Do it again. It wasn't rape, it was consensual. Because I'm so fun. Yeah, and then the judge is like ah, yeah. spin, spinning his gavel. Spinning, yeah. <laughs> Head banging that wig. <laughs> yeah, this is coming up from the back. Yeah, like circle fucking. And like, the, you know, they had the jury hands the little piece of paper like over mm. and they're like all bopping as they do yeah. it. Like a, one, to, one to hand to the next. Opens up and glitter comes out of it. <laughs> Not guilty. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Hang on. Let's, and the verdict is... Not guilty. <laughs> Let's party, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not... I didn't mean to speak like that. This is my real voice. <laughs> Pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you think about the rape? Oh, fuck it up. Too all. many of them. We're surrounded by them. <laughs> it keeps coming up. Shape-shifting <laughs> reptilian pedophiles. <laughs> There's just... Uh, I like the Alex Jones influence on, on lives. On lives yeah. around me. It's funny. Yeah. Because he's, he's unreal. Uh, but I'm glad we're, we're all on board with Patton being fucked yeah, up. Yeah. It's only getting worse. I can't believe that. I, that. And that was a few weeks ago too. That We've been sitting on that for a while. Yeah. Just needed the right time to bring it up. But it's, it's going to keep happening. There's going to be more and more things. That's what we're talking about. We bring this to you so that you are aware when these patterns unfold. When sickness develops... Oh, excuse me. Um, before we go, there's one last thing I want to do. Because I haven't seen this myself. Okay. I am aware of the comedy special being put out by Isaac Butterfield. I have not watched the trailer. I have avoided that trailer. Now, before Beautiful. before we watch it, oh, get, get down here, ready. I, ju- I do want to address something that I don't think I've talked about on the show, which is one of the problems I think with comedy specials is they got a little too obsessed with the look because something happens. Have you ever watched like a weird French movie or like some weird... British movie, something odd, something that's not Hollywood. Mm. And so your expectations kind of change a little bit because the, the film's a bit, a bit grainy. Yeah. The shots are a little bit further away. You're not getting like those intense close-ups, which they love in Hollywood because they've just got the best looking people. So you can observe that. Yeah, they're playing a different game. Yeah, it's yeah. a very different thing. Early comedy specials were, were better because they were a little bit further away. And, you know, they, they were so few that it was, a, it was an hour of... Great jokes. Yeah, it's a bit edgy. But now they're coming out a little bit too too soon, but they're still keeping that pristine performance aspect. Yeah. So they're dressing up really nice. They're putting their sets that they are not on tour with, not in real life. They're not they're not touring with that set. That, no, that's, no. that's not behind them. They're not lit like that. 
Yeah. It's being presented as this. This is the biggest thing. This is all gold. This is amazing. But ultimately, it's a person on a stage just saying some words. With a single microphone. So it's not... They're, they're like overselling the greatness of it. So I yeah. think the, the if you want to do a good one now, a good special now, you need to really downplay it and go backwards. The last comedy special that was big, not even that big, but that I enjoyed that wasn't like a Dave Chappelle was uh, Robert Kelly live at the Village yeah, Underground. we watched that a couple of times. It's fantastic. I laughed a lot and it was good because it was just a small crowd. Mm. So I enjoyed that aspect. It wasn't this <clears> big <throat> stage production because if it's a big stage <clears throat> production, it does something subconsciously where I want the best. I, it needs to earn that theatre yeah. aspect. Yeah. All right, so let's have a look. Isaac Butterfield. Now... Will Anderson loves a good pun related to his <laughs> willosophy, yeah. willennium, that kind of rubbish. Isaac Butterfield, the Butterfield effect. Yep. Couldn't just name it something. Couldn't just come up with a name. Got to make sure it's, it's a, a pun. pun. <laughs> I want to track down that other dude. <laughs> yeah, let's see find, what he's got to say about him. Isaac because he's fighting a we war. Sh- we should team up with him. Yeah. That's going to be great <laughs> because he doesn't understand that we're worse than him. Mm. Like for all the things that he wouldn't like about him, racism, sexism, yeah. all that sort of thing, he doesn't understand. We are. I am that. <laughs> I, I am the thing that they that Isaac presents. Yeah. Oh, I, he put an Instagram video up the other day where he was like, he got accused. Said he got accused of racism. Uh, from on on Anzac Day at a pub, the video got deleted mm. because I don't think it happened. I think <laughs> he made it up. I think these people called me racist. I don't think it happened, Isaac. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I'm getting uh, sidetracked. So this pudgy little dude. So he's cut together uh, people who have criticised him on uh, YouTube and uh, given them legitimacy by making it part of his platform. Stop making fucked up videos like this that are shaming women. I'll, I'll never apologise for a joke. What matters here is intent. So this interview's over, thanks. This will be a war. Can I, you good motherfuckers? How are you? Ooh. Standing ovation already. Ooh. The catchphrase. Yeah, to kick it off. Fucking hell. We all grew up on The Simpsons. Why aren't we all embarrassed by that? The catchphrase. We made fun of Gary Coleman. The little black dead guy. Yeah. For doing the catchphrase thing. What you talking about, Willis? And he did that and then he turns to the camera at the end and he goes, what you talking about, everyone? And it was funny because we were laughing at, oh yeah, the catchphrase thing is so shit. Yeah. This cunt's doing it. And one (laughs) of these people standing up. (laughs) Uh, So we don't like, we don't like hardcore Isaac Butterfield fans. They're lost. The casual fans, you're okay, but you just need some... um, you need some more knowledge. You need some uh, some insight into the real man. My friend, you said to me that you need to treat everyone equally, particularly with humour. He's a minority himself. He's an Aboriginal gentleman with a lot of white characteristics, like a job. And <laughs> it's a joke. 
He's part Aboriginal, he's got a part-time job. <laughs> if I kiss a lesbian, that's not even edgy. I'm sorry, but I've got to stop it for that. That's not even like an edgy joke. That's like a Rodney Rude joke from the 70s. Well, it doesn't even work as a joke. So it's it's yeah. a reach is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just just because you're talking about like a racial topic doesn't make it like an... Ooh. Automatically edgy. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> will, will you fuck rabbits though on a live stream? No, you won't. Give me enough Omega 3 for the week. Clementine Ford's head just exploded. Oh. Oh. Too yeah. many white guys in the comedy world, apparently. I heard that as a young comic. I thought, how am I going to do this? I wish that I had something wrong with me, like I was a woman or black. And... So he, there was just like a little... You probably heard the sound, the little... Because they're putting yeah. up flashcards. And it says... You know his beard. <laughs> part of his identity. Yeah, that's the most. That's the part. Me and Adam have been talking about this on and off the show for years. Mm. Of how no, what, I don't want to talk about that when I'm talking to people. That's bizarre. Yeah, it's not who I am. It'd be like talking to a black guy and be like, "Hey, man, so what's it like for you in the sun?" Yeah, just like all the time. What's but- it like to have a jerry curl? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are your pubes as bushy as the hair on your head? Like it's not. <laughs> You can't just... It's not part yeah, of the identity. It's not part of the identity at all. The personality. The person within. But no, you've got to do it. Why? Why have you mm. always got to be a beard-focused guy? It really makes me want to shave. Mm, I know the feeling. So, the compounding catchphrases. Yeah. I noticed this in oh. 2006... On Rove Live. Yeah. That was the, the Tonight Show of Australia. That was the like the late night sort of thing. Yeah. It's a very popular thing. They'd, you know, he'd add in the catchphrase and then you'd compound them over and over. And it's like, so I don't know. So you're just doing six catchphrases in a row. Why? Why am I hearing this? Why do I have to respond? Yeah. With. <laughs> With a um, resounding applause. Yeah. But that, like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Repeating a catchphrase. Toodaloo. Faggot. So, on the, like, uh, fake poster that he put up, yep. he's got the uh, the little leaves that they do. Oh, because they go, oh, you know how everyone has the leaves. So we did like a fake leave like thing, you know, like the Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's been doing that for like at least 10 years now. Yeah. We know that that's the joke. We understand. Um, so we did that with 100 million YouTube views. That yeah. was the thing. And it's like 100 million video views. Yeah. Maybe, no, not 100 million. Sorry. It was like a million YouTube views. I think it was 100 million, but that would be combined. Yeah. Of yeah. everything he's ever done. Yeah. And that's like, that's nothing. Yeah. I like it's, and that's just oh, video views. What does that mean? That's not. That doesn't mean it was it's not good. Tangible. No, that's yeah. not. That's not a good review. That's just saying this amount of people has seen it. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Everyone's sort of seen a lot of things. Mm. It doesn't give it any more validity. No, that's right. It doesn't mean that they all enjoyed it. Did you put the <laughs> like to dislike ratio up? Yeah. Um, I do, sorry, I'm just going to try and find that poster so I know exactly the number. 
Yeah, over 100 million video views. Yeah. What a disgusting display. It's going to be hard for us to watch that hour special. It is. And I think it's something that we should do live. Yeah. I think we should do I it on the show. We've talked about it before. This might be the one because Anthony Cumia on Rogan was boring. Yeah. There's other things like that that have just sort of ended up pretty boring and underwhelming. Whereas this is something different. Right? It is. Yeah. I think we should do it and it might take us all day because we are going to be stopping, starting. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> Uh, but I think we should do it. Isaac Butterfield. I've tried. We've tried to leave him behind. And we'll try and get uh, his enemy to call in. Yeah, that big fat dude. Yeah. Um, who was he? I, I will yeah, investigate I this. I don't know who that man is. I'll investigate this guy because, uh, oh God. No, number, number one comment. I'll never apologize for a joke. Greatest flat phrase in all of human history. He didn't come up with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian's been saying that since like the conception of, yeah. of a stand-up comedian. Uncensored and actually hilarious comedy. What the fuck? But that's the thing. Some of his videos are like, comedy is dead. Mm. Things like that where he's talking about that. And it's like, but you're still part of that world. You're still going. Yeah. Yeah, so you're dead. like the last surviving comic they're, that's they're, good? Yeah, they're yeah. trying to promote that. Yeah. No, no, no. It's ashes. Yeah. It's dead. It's gone. The earth has been salted. And it's time for the new thing. We're into new things now, which is watching people embarrass themselves. <laughs> you need to Welcome. learn to appreciate yeah. <laughs> unpleasant. You need to learn about what we do here because that's the reality. That's the new reality. That seems to be I, nothing else makes me laugh mm. anymore. I can't fuck. I can't make it through an hour. I can't. No. I'll make myself for this for the for the sake of yeah the people for, the, for this show, mm. but nothing else. Um, all right, uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening. <sighs> Leave them wanting more. We'll be back. We'll be back with more. We'll figure out uh, when we are going to do the Butterfield effect. The as long as we don't have to pay money for it. Oh, no. No way. Yep. If I'm not paying money for Game of Thrones, yeah. I'm not paying for <laughs> fuck. Um, so, we'll wrap it up. Uh, we will organize the lounge disco and we will have a full watch. Things a to look forward to. Isaac Butter Watch. Ah, oh, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hang on, let me try that again. And Isaac... Butter watch. This fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mexico. That's amazing. Amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, so that's been unpleasant for the week. We will be back with another show very, very shortly. Thanks, Posh Josh, for all the work you do. <laughs> I forgot about that name. That's good. I'm, I forgot that I was Josh. <laughs> Posh Josh Sorry. Johnson. Posh Josh Johnson, but not <laughs> affiliated with the other Josh Johnson because I don't want you to flog me. <laughs> I think about it every time. Like it's, re- I want to, I want to keep the joke going, but I do just see yeah. him just going, just looking at me seriously. Oh, oh fuck, yeah. man. I, I <laughs> That's the other thing. It's that, a very like, human touch. Like when people are like, "I'll never apologize for a joke," and it's like, "Why not?" Mm. <laughs> I understand the sentiment. Yeah, yeah. But you can also just go, oh, sorry it upset you. Like, I didn't, I didn't yeah, mean to. it doesn't hurt I'm, you. I'm not going to be like, oh, I have the right to do. Yeah. I'm, I, I understand where that comes from, but guys, yeah. come on. We're, yeah, surely we're 
people above all else, eh? Yeah. Harmonious and yeah. trying to make things easy. That's the point of it is that it is words. So it is reversible, the damage, mm. because yeah. there isn't, it's not real. It's in people's heads. Yeah, if you feel like someone genuinely goes, oh, look, I, I'm sorry, I, yeah. I didn't want to upset you. Yeah. You know. If one Aboriginal person heard this show, which God forbid, mm. um, I would be just mortified. I'd be horrified. Who? Posh Josh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, posh Josh would be. We'd have to horrified. try. Horrified. Yeah. But no, no, I really would be. I'd just be like, oh fuck, oh, I'm sorry. I'd be apologising immediately. Yeah, because yeah. it's not that important to me. Yeah, because they're words, and that's the thing. They think that their jokes need to be protected. Like, oh, no, no, no. You can just move on and do more. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what you should. <laughs> that's if the that's your full time job. Yeah. Oh, you need to protect them. That's why they're all mad about not being filmed on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, grow up, cunts. <laughs> Well, anyway. Into the world we live in, adapt. Yeah, or it's, fuck off. It's 2019, cunts. Mm. Grow up. I need to look for my aardvark. I need to fuck my rabbit, darling. <laughs> I need to observe her vaginal behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking good to me, mate. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Toodaloo. Yeah. Because that's what he said. Oh, yeah. yeah.